I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, if, 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 if I had time enough to tell the whole trip, the whole journey, man, y'all would be sitting up in there going, okay, Steve, are we going to play the show this week? But, man, it's been a, a, a lot of amazing things has, has uh, happened to me over the years. Um and and not all of them good. It's been some amazingly bad things that have happened too. But I just come on in the morning as a reminder to everybody of 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 the actual goodness of God. That you know, man, that these mistakes that you're making, that these setbacks that you keep having, that these falls that keep occurring in your life that they all are leading you somewhere if you just don't ever give up. That's the key. You can never, ever give up because you don't know how the trip has been laid out for you. You know, if somebody had told me years ago when I had the dream of being on TV and then I thought about being a, one, of, uh, one of the best comedians I could be, you know, when I, when I started, if somebody had told me Everything that was going to have to happen in order for me to get there, I would have changed it. I would have. I would have said, okay, well, I ain't going to be that. How about this? See, and and no one can know all of the events of their life ahead of time. You know, it would be so nice, wouldn't it, you know, to prepare for it, see it coming, be aware of the haters, Always knowing when the backstabbing moment is coming in your life. 
always knowing when you're going to get blindsided by the enemy. It would be really great to know that, wouldn't it? Well, that's not how it works. So, since no one knows exactly the challenges and the pitfalls and the detours that's going to beset them, it's, it's, it's imperative that you just don't give up. Because, see, knowing these things, we as human beings, by nature, would choose another route. But it ain't the route God got for you, though. See, the route God got for you, if, you, if you're trying to do the right thing, if you're doing the best you can, if you ain't out here just intentionally just messing over folks, if you're using faith, and that's the belief in things that you cannot see, if you have something on the inside of you to keep saying there's got to be more to life than that, then that's, that's you. You, my friend, have a great chance here. And if you've ever had that feeling and gave up on it, just get it back. Just ask for it back. Just say, hey, man, I'm getting back to the way I used to be. Because there's a change that's available in your life, but you got to take it. You got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to get it right, but you got to take a shot at it, folks. There's a chance for you to turn this whole thing around with God's help, but you got to take a shot at it. You. See, this decision is yours. The decision to lay down and give up, that's yours. It ain't it just got too hard for me, life too much. Man, life hard and too much for everybody. What I got to get you to see, my father used to always tell me, he said, son, best lessons in life, the one you'll value and learn the most is a bought lesson. I didn't quite understand that being young, but I sure got it now. Ain't no lesson like a bought lesson, the one you pay for. Those are the ones that hold to you, that stick to you, that, that, that start turning you into who you're going to be. Those are the character builders. See, um, you got to be forged to get to where you want to go in life. See, that's what the challenges and missteps is for. That's what the failing is about. Now, I know you don't like it. I didn't. I know you're not comfortable with it. I wouldn't. I know you wish it was over sooner than later. I always do. I always want it to be over sooner than later because the later, man, it just seems like it's so much I got to go through. But let me tell you something, man. If you can if you can forge your way through it and understand that you are forged in life. I don't know. I was on TBN one time when I was doing one of my motivational uh, speeches and I began to wonder about this experience I had at Ford Motor Company and um my last job after the auto industry started going down, my last job was in the foundry. And my job was to stand at the end almost where the uh, engines first come out of the furnace. See, the engines are poured into a mold, it's hot, melted down metal, whatever they call it, lava, whatever. They pour it into a mold, and it goes into this furnace that's extremely hot. And my job was after the heat was applied to the engine block, it would come through and it, it would go through a hardening stage. But the way it was hardening, they would cool it suddenly. They would flush it with water. It would just blast water on it. But the fire and the high temperature is what made the engine block solidify. It's Because it's got to get real hot, get melted down first. Then it's got to get poured into a mold. Then it's got to be pressure 
hit with water and all of this. And then it, and it's real hot now. It's still hot, even though this water been shot up. But when it comes out the end of the side, there's a lot of flashing in it. The flashing is metal from that to drip through the cast of molding on it, just like flecks of extra pieces of metal. My job was to hit this engine block in the front with this huge, heavy rubber mallet, knock all the flashing off the front, and when it came around back, to bam, hit it real hard again on the backside. And that became the core of what the car is. A car without a great engine is nothing. It's just a pretty looking vehicle over there. But if it can't do what it was made to do because the engine block then cracked. So you can have a car look real good, but if it freezes, the engine block crack, you your car, you could it's it's over, man. You gotta get a new block. The block is the core. But in order for you for the car to do what it's got to do, it's got to have a strong engine in it. In order for the engine to be strong, it's got to be forged in steel, come through fire, get poured in a mold, cooled off, heated, knocked around, beat on the front end, beat on the back end in order for it to be what it's going to be. The moral of the story, folks, is you got to get forged in fire to be what you're going to be. You got to get beat up. You got to get pressure washed. You got to have heat on you. You got to get melted down. You got to get poured into a mold. That's how you become who you are. So the tough things that you're going through, the difficult challenges and the setbacks. I know a brother who went to prison, man, and and the whole reason he ended up going to prison because he was looking out the window, looking out in the yard at him working out. And then the next thing you know, man, this brother decided that he was going to go out there and work out. Well, guess what? He's one of the top trainers in country today. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? Uh, this is Steve Harvey. I'm trying to get your attention because it's it's done started. The morning show is on. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I ain't got to tell you what station it is because you hear my voice, you own the station you need to be on. <laughs> Now, they had these things like station ID and all like that, but if you listening to me, you already on the station. I'm on too many to go around the room announcing them. But all of them is great stations, and you greater for listening. Yes, sir. Morning, Shirley. Good morning, Steve. What's up, Carla? Morning, Steve, crew. Cut it up, Junior. Morning, up. They're fool. Big dog. In the building. Yes, sir. Got your Everybody coffee. Everybody in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Check and make sure Junior has his coffee. I was just checking because Monica was supposed to put the cream and sugar in there, Steve. I didn't know their relationship was that way, though. What? They just I got into know. a major argument about cream I, and sugar. I was I was yeah. listening. I didn't know they, uh, I thought Uh-oh. they had more of a, uh, you know, co-worker existed. This sound like Something with like a relationship tendency. Yeah. Where the yeah. hell is your coffee at? Exactly. Is he iron your clothes too? He shut the room down with that. We working on it. All right. <laughs> Work it. But I'm not playing about my coffee though. You, every morning it's the same thing. <laughs> who you, but who are you talking to though? Mom. <laughs> like that? Yeah. You like that, Junior? Wait, you should have seen her jump up and grinning? go get it though. And she be over there just grinning? Girl, you better take care of your man. Yeah. Because <laughs> she ain't got no problem come getting a nail money. <laughs> and they oh. stay done. And you know how she is about her nails. Uh, they they always done. They done. You know, I've ne- since all these years I've known Monica, Mississippi Monica, she never came in here a day without them done. Uh-uh. No. And, and she, 
She alternates. She'll go to the salon and she does them herself. Yeah, she's good. Yeah. She can do them herself. Yeah. I can't do really. This. I can't, I can't get down the there because she stay in the line. Oh yeah, yeah that's what yeah, I'm saying. She's, she's very good. I didn't see she can girls with them nail polish look like <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't her staying in line since coloring book. Yeah, <laughs> don't draw outside the line. <laughs> Man, yeah, I'm but it, it's something with those two. Lord. I don't know what it is, but it's something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Made the cough. Oh. <laughs> you got it now? You good? No, I'm good, man. No, okay. Let's go on here. What we doing? Well, I, I cooked well, today. Show, a show. Who? <laughs> I did. I, I put something in the microwave. I cooked. You That's warmed up cooking, some Shirley. soup. Shirley, it's, putting something in the microwave to heat it is not cooking. It's in the kitchen. Thank you. It's here in the studio. It's in a machine that heats stuff up, as far as I'm concerned. That ain't cooking. cooking. That ain't... Girl. In my world, that's cooking. Thank you. That's, How that's is Nesto. your husband's health? That's Nesto. <laughs> How's your husband's health? What? <laughs> All right, uh, 32 after. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, um, Jay, you... <laughs> You and Steve came up. What is this well, all about, this, Steve this segment now? knows this better than it. There's certain things over the holidays. Uh-huh. When the holidays happen, uh-huh. you can pretty much bet money uh-huh. that some of these things are going to happen. Yeah. Is that right, Steve? Mm-hmm. I mean, at somebody's house. It's somebody's house. All right. It's going to go down. All this might not happen at your house. Mm-hmm. I mean, one of these, yeah, I promise you, <laughs> one of these. It's going to happen over the holiday uh, really? at yeah. your house. Okay. <laughs> Let's hear it. Come on. I'm ready. <sighs> you know Come on, big dog. Come on. You know it, it. What is Please it? Please dice it off. You know. Dinner. Uh-huh. Dinner will get interrupted at somebody's house. Uh-huh. Because we got to go get somebody out of jail. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's going to happen. That's yeah. happening. Yeah. 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 Can I finish eating first? Can I just... No, I just made my plate. <laughs> you hear somebody in the house say, I'll accept. <laughs> what? Yeah. Damn, yeah. Levante done, done it again. Again? Oh, my God. Here's, here's, here's something else going uh-huh. on. Okay. What? The new boyfriend, somebody's new boyfriend gonna get beat up by the baby dad. Guaranteed. Yeah, somebody house. You just thought this through. All you this ain't gonna happen at your house, but you can pick the one that's gonna go down. Yep. Wow. They shouldn't be in the same room. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. She ain't never leaving me. She ain't never leaving me. She stepped down when she got with you. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here's another one. Uh, yeah, okay. A family secret uh-huh. is going to get told. Oh, oh my God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know that happened. ain't your real dad. <laughs> that has I don't happened. know why Fred yeah. and them did yeah. that. I don't know why Fred <laughs> and them should have been told that. Here's morning. another that's going to happen. At somebody's house, uh-huh. maybe not yours, okay. mm-hmm. but uh-huh. there will be a fight over the drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going down. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She know hey, I like hey, drumstick. I told you I wanted the leg. Yeah. <laughs> leg. I called that boy even left the house. <laughs> it always be somebody who ain't working. Go grab the leg. Somebody ain't brought a damn thing arguing about the leg. <laughs> you ain't got one, no job. One chick going to show up at the house. Uh-huh. With the new boyfriend uh-huh. that's doing way better than her old boyfriend. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Oh, I like when them people walk in. Yeah, this gonna happen to somebody's house. She gonna show up pregnant again. Yeah, I'll be Here she comes. She always pregnant. Yeah, you can make some babies now. She can make them, can't she? Every holiday, little baby. This, this the one that that this every black house gonna have it. Somebody gonna show up dressed like they going to a Kwanzaa party. <laughs> and we'll get mad when you don't understand. What is Kwanzaa? Ain't you, ain't you hot? Nah, nah, he got attitude. Yeah. yeah. Happy Kwanzaa, Somebody everybody. gonna show up at your house that's been eating meat their whole life, now they're vegan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And oh. disgusted with all the dishes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is yeah, there yeah. any meat in there? Yes, there's meat in everything. Why is there turkey in the greens? Because heifer, we stopped putting pork in it. <laughs> that's right, Steve. We upgraded. Yeah. Ooh, that, that just happened. Come on, uh. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Some of the women uh-huh. gonna have to circle around because mm-hmm. he done brought the white girl over. Oh, okay. And they all gonna have to come to the conclusion she is what? fine. She though. is fine. There's some fine white women out there now. Yeah. You gotta give it up, There's some fine white women out there. She might be white, but she's fine. <laughs> she might be white, but she's fine. Nobody yeah, fine. And where'd she get all that rump from? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that number behind. fake. That number fake. That number fake. All right, Shirley, we bitter. We over there. I know. Twist mouth side eye. Yeah. <laughs> she can get it. <laughs> okay, what'd you say? Yeah. That ain't real. You know that ain't real. <laughs> My sister-in-law is nice. white. Is she fine? I guess so. <laughs> I'll take a guess. Hey, so. Chris. <laughs> it's not, it might not happen, all those things at your house, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen at somebody's house. Oh, um, Steve yeah. thought this through. I'm I know, like, and he's yeah. thinking right now. Yeah, he's thinking, yeah. 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 Well, there's a lot turning. going on at your yeah. house. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something else going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Somebody Christmas tree gonna catch on fire for the last night. Just overdoing it. You just overdoing it. I know y'all had these. I told you, Herman, to change these lights. Bub all on the tree. Uh, Herman, no. (laughs) Always Herman or Harry. Somebody. Somebody uh-huh. gonna put the wrong gift in the wrong box oh, with the yeah. wrong name on it. <laughs> you did that before, mm. Steve. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, you ever wrapped up something? Man, my my drunk ass uncle did this. Mm-hmm. He wrapped up his his shirt and gave it to my daddy. <laughs> Uh-huh. And when my daddy opened the box, uh-huh. my daddy said, oh, man, this night. Oh, hell no. Hold on. <laughs> Slick, I didn't get you the wrong shirt. That's my shirt. <laughs> my daddy said, well, you gave it to me now. It's going to go down like that. Yeah, happy holidays. Yeah. Yeah. Happy holidays. Yeah. Be ye ready. Yeah, be yes. ye ready. Stay yeah. prepared. Uh-huh. Yeah. Go tell you go something ahead. else going to happen, too. Uh-huh. What, Somebody Steve? tooth going to fall in the food. <laughs> That's nasty. That's nasty. Y'all eat slow. Yeah. Eat slow, everybody. Well, tell well, everybody. No, no, take these teeth out that's loose yeah. like that. Well, tell everybody, Merry Christmas. <laughs> 
Okay, oh, things it, that will definitely happen over the holidays. Uh, <laughs> Somebody going to knock the dressing on the floor. <laughs> oh, Lord. And all hell going to break loose. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time to run that prank back. Come what you got, Nav? Uh, triple casket. <laughs> so stupid. Triple casket. He look around the room when yeah, he says like it. You yeah, like you want confirmation. Yeah. Like we good with yeah. this. Well, I need confirmation from somebody. Triple cash. <laughs> I'm with you on the time. You okay. know I like it. Run oh, that cat. <laughs> it is. Triple cash. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, how you, Calvin? How you doing? My name is Brandon, man. Uh, Brandon Giles. I, um, okay. I'm, I'm calling. Uh, we've got somebody that uh, has passed. Actually, uh, oh. three people well, I'm sorry have passed lost, away. Sir. Yeah, well, well you, I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected, uh, right. so you know it, it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about uh, losing our loved ones. But uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Handle of everything. Services. You know. Yes, okay. yes, sir, yes, sir. Okay, uh, um, we can definitely help you with that, and. Um, uh, once again, I just want to, you know, just let you know that we can pretty much do the whole game. That we, we can make sure that your needs are taken from, you know, from from now on. Um, we're here for you. Just wanted to get that out. Uh, what is your main need? Uh, you, you said three people, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. To, uh, okay. I wanted to okay. bring uh, attention to you. Do you guys customize uh, caskets? Yes, we okay. do gold plating, uh, engraving. Uh, we no, we no, even no, have they, a new they, thing they, where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi-gloss uh, coating. Okay. We have a couple of options. Yeah, yeah I, I, don't, I don't need that. I don't know gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen what I want to do, is, is there any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um, uh Yes, like we 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 can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin, that ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I say, these my cousins, they was all close. It, you know, I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Ah, uh, I get you. Um, uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as, as far as I've been in this business, I've never. Uh, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, but what's the problem? If we can get them all in there and close well, the lid. Well, you, well you, sir, I mean, I think that's a I, – I, I don't even think, if for one, it's legal in this state or any state, uh, three people in one casket. Um, and ethics-wise, I, 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 uh, that's not really something that uh, – how can I say? That we actually, you know – Push but forward. if you customizing a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many mm. people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able well, to get three people in right. there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people uh, even put TV screens on the inside or some of their 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 loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color-wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy-set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes, but it, okay. So again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, I'm, if I'm, you put two one way and one the other way, 
sir. Then you ought to be able to have all three of them in there at one time. Um, is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to you right now. I'm trying to get. That, I'm trying to accommodate my you, cousins you and get them straight. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on sir, one I, end, I told one you, pillow. That's not, that's not something we're we're, we're really. Uh, that ain't something with your is used to doing, Cal. But I'm calling you, telling that's you too. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother, brother. Just just chill out with cousins. All right. So, so we're trying sir, to get three people. Sir, what? I, yes. I have a standard plan. It'd be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. That's all I. Can we do. ain't got. We don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that we got room oh, for one like casket. We we just need the big enough, man, that? so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to go back and forth with you, sir. I know this is a time. Of then go. Then you ain't got to go back and forth with me. Just build, build the that I need so I can bury my family. I don't really know what to tell you, sir, but I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying to Won't help you. Won't you tell me you're going to get three people in the casket looking because good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f*** you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are, you're, 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 you're using foul language. It, it's just, we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, 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 that's, no, no, hold on. No, My no, cousin no, them sir, said they wanted to use the right refuse. No, sir, no. We can't do okay, it. Okay, look, I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all going to bury these three people, and you're going to put all three of them in the same so damn you casket, me, man. Now, now two two on, one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody drinking. Let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name sir. Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all going to bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you're going to get your that's what's going to happen. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now, ain't nothing crazy about it. No, 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 no. You I told you I want you to bury my Chris, cousins. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh you talking about doing oh, something to me now? Yeah, because you obviously. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't sound too damn confident. United. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now, this ain't the place, and I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to you up. How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there to date in. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the f*** is Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. This is some b <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Y'all had me ready to whip somebody. I just want to know who put you up to this. Reginald that works Reggie. at the, uh, yes. I'm going to whip Reggie. You better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your to revenge, Reg. Hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all got <laughs> Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> feeling me? Anybody feeling me? You know I am. You ain't got to ask. Okay. King Tommy. Anybody feeling me? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not feeling Trust me, it's some people right <laughs> now wish they could have out. a triple cask. Yeah. Okay? All right, we got to on top of each other. I like that too, Tommy. Yeah. Head, head, head and shoulder all the way up. All right, more of this crazy ignorant show. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. The holidays are coming around, and you know, gonna have folks over to the house. Mm-hmm. So what I'm gonna do is set up the game, tell a little bit about it. Steve Junior gonna jump in and, and explain how the games get worse. Start off good, sound like a good idea. Oh, sound uh-huh. like a good mm-hmm. idea. But then mm-hmm. as the game progresses, problems arise. Let's simple game of spades. We're gonna play some spades. We're gonna set up the table. We're mm-hmm. gonna play some spades. Okay. And then and then everything happens. Somebody start cheating. You know, yeah. you got that problem. Oh, you know, uh, man. <laughs> renege. Man, the first time somebody renege, you swear it was a dead body in the room. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, man. So you, so you can't play that. You know, mm-hmm. people don't know how to lose and, and, and just take it. You know, they, they mm-hmm. take it personal. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they take it really right. personal. All right, so you're going to go outside play some touch football. Mm-hmm. You know, get the family, everybody just play some touch football. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got a grown-ass man think it's cool to run over a third grader. Just run over his ass. Just punish him. That ain't cool. Yeah. Just punish him, man. Well, damn, man, we playing football. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This is a kid. This is a you child. Know, I mean, uh-huh. You, you ain't ain't. been putting him on me. You know how I am. You put him to check me. You put him to check me? Look what I'm going to do to him. Oh, my God. Damn, yeah. man, what you out here for? <laughs> You come to play, you come to play. What? It go wrong. It go wrong. All right, here's another. Cinnamon, man, you cinnamon. Hey, look, hey, this all I got to say. Uh You know, if if you can't you can't handle the heat, get out this kitchen. Get out this kitchen. I don't care if you're eight. (laughs) I don't care if you're eight. I don't care. No, no, no. Let him cry. Let Let him cry. cry. He got to learn. He got to learn. This a man's game. That's cruel. It is. Here's another game you can't play. Okay. You want to play dominoes, but you got that dude that been he been he been away for a while. Uh-huh. And he take this game a little bit too seriously. You know what I mean? He been in the, he been away, you know? He been in the system. He, he been locked up. Oh, so domino, he been away, dominoes. Away. <laughs> <laughs> dominoes is a different game to him. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't have been here, man. Now you want to play old. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Hold up, dog. Hold up, dog. I just sent you to the yard on them trains. <laughs> what you talking about? Man. Wow. Hold up, dog. You just went to the yard on them trains. You ain't had no trade minute ago. <laughs> what you talking about? Hold on, I'm talking about, I'm talking about your ass is up in the... Oh, you trying to... Oh, you remember I get shanked? <laughs> What's going to yeah. happen to you, partner? You're out now. <laughs> You're out now, man. You're free. You're free. No, no, yeah. no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm going to need two packs of cigarettes for that. <laughs> at, the, at the holiday party. That's all I'm saying. And I'm going to need them right. two packs all next right, time I see that. you. Partner. Playing dominoes in an undershirt. We, we can't play that. We got to play another yeah. game. All right, yeah, now yeah. we're going we're gonna to go back outside try to play just a simple game, family game of dodgeball. It's the same guy who think it's a lot of fun to hit a third grader no. with a 90 mile an hour ball. He think that's a lot of fun. In that's the face. Get... <laughs> what are you out here playing for? I don't care if you ain't. 
It's Why called dodgeball. It ain't called stand there and get hit. Yeah. But he's eight. Why you gotta oh hit him so hard? Hey, what? What he? He ain't, he ain't duck. <laughs> I, I bet All he right. talk now. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Oh, gonna cock back with that little weak ass throw like I ain't see that coming. Yeah, I hit him in the face. In the face. That's well, what he, he need to pay him. attention. <laughs> <Yeah>. So mean. <laughs> Oh, baby. Right. Oh, right. we go back in the house. We decide to play chess. But here's what happens. Mm-hmm. The man who thinks he knows everything about chess get his ass dusted by that eighth grader. Now, he really upset. The little boy done tore his ass up in mm-hmm. chess. Yeah, he can't take it. Well, all the oh, pieces. That's, <laughs> that's where all the pieces going to be on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> he picked them up. But hold yeah, on, hold on, up, yeah. dog. Hold up, dog. Uh-huh. You can't say checkmate. We just got started. <laughs> how you gonna? How you gonna do? No, 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 no. no. We even did before five, six moves. What is you talking about, checkmate? He won. No, no, that ain't he how won. chess go. Chess he a won. thinking man game. Right. You he ain't. Won. You ain't had time to think. David, he, he won. won the game, man. He doesn't. He ain't won no damn game. game. He, he just said you, checkmate. He, yeah, he beat you. He I mean, won. he won the game. How? He Show won. me how. He showed you. He schooled you. That ain't, you can't do that. Uh See, you got to do, look, man, in chess, you have to make a minimum of 20 moves each. He didn't have to do that. Before you could, dog, that's how it's done, dog. Are you getting mad? No, you ain't even supposed to say checkmate unless it's been 20 moves. (laughs) Maybe try something else. I don't know. Man, see, y'all need to play some chess with white folk. It's <laughs> racial. It's racial. Everything is racial with you. Can't play that. All right, last game. Last uh-huh. game. We can't play checkers. Can't play, play checkers. checkers. It's the same guy with the dodgeball. Really enjoys beating a third grader. He, he gets such bam, 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 bam. <laughs> <laughs> King, King me. <laughs> what is your punk ass crying for? Put a, put a crown on it. <laughs> To wipe your ass out. No, 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 man. No, 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 man. You can't jump backwards. Because you got the red pizza. Red pizza, red pizza can't jump backwards. It's a child, man. Uh, all right. Uh, end of this game, okay? Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, uh, people think that if you don't speak with them, then there has to be a problem. Yeah. You know, they think that. They really do believe What's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? You know, (laughs) so I get a text message from a family member that read, (laughs) when family and friends go through life not speaking, there will come a day to regret it. It's called the funeral. Well, uh, okay. I want to respond to that family member. Real silver. Truth be told, if I go first, <laughs> which I'm trying to hope to do, if I go first, then I won't have a, a reason to uh, regret it. Yeah. I mean, really, the fact that you sit it over there and you still haven't got a response, uh-huh. what that mean? I'm not mad. I just don't speak to you. <laughs> like, I, there's no, I don't have time. Right. Like, like this is this what people to understand. Mm-hmm. If you text somebody uh-huh. and you look at your text log mm-hmm. and all of the text messages yeah. are from you, <laughs> they ain't responding. <laughs> they gave you a message yeah. back. Well, if the last message you got from me was Merry Christmas, then what that tell you? <laughs> I mean, we just don't talk. That's right. That's that's not my fault. If you keep telling people to tell me that you said, 
on too. Yeah, okay, it is called a funeral. But then knowing you and while I'm not talking to you, I won't even be mad when I should do the funeral. <laughs> I promise you I can get up there with confidence and lie like everybody else. Here lies a great individual. Someone who lived beyond they means. A life changer. I can get up there and lie with the best of them. Right, right. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, thank you, Drew. How you many texts you got to get before you figure out I'm not talking? I'm not talking to you. How many you yeah. give? You yeah. send a bunch of them. I'm not talking. I just ain't talking. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to cut people out of yeah. Yeah, yeah, too. Every, yeah. You know, I have a saying, everybody should not be in your life. That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. hello. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning <laughs> Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Jay, time for comedy roulette. Do you boo? <laughs> Can I explain it? Can yes. I take my time? That's what do you boo me? No, do you take too damn long explaining it? Then we ain't got time to do this segment. Hey, this right, is comedy we roulette. We're gonna spin the wheel we and we're gonna decide which one we're we gonna do. Wheel, and we've already predetermined stop. what it is. We do Let's the thing. Go. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Number one, things you let stay in the fridge too long. That's a Number good one. Th- yeah, I like that one. Number two, the TV show you can watch over and over and over. Number three, the one dance you'd like for them to bring back. That one dance. And number four, mm-hmm. food you like to mix together that nobody else likes. Let's spin the wheel. Spun it. <laughs> ah! Oh it stopped at number four. Food you like to mix together that no one else likes, guys. Can I start it off? Uh, yeah, let's go. Started. You get yourself an egg, put it in a frying pan, uh, crumble up some old cornbread, salt and pepper. Oh my God, that is delicious. What? Delicious. Eggs and Don't nobody want that. What is that? <laughs> Don't nobody want that. That's what you got, Junior? What right. you got? No, you said cornbread, but I had that down too, like the night before leftovers. Uh-huh. Get some cornbread okay. to eat next morning for breakfast. Put them with them grits. The <laughs> cornbread and grits is where it's at. Y'all missing that. Yeah, Ooh. I'm missing that. No, yeah. y'all missing it. <laughs> no, well, I might great. as well follow y'all with this other trifling thing to what? do with cornbread. Cornbread uh-huh. and buttermilk. Oh, oh. my goodness. My, my Boy, you put some cornbread, <laughs> cornbread. down and some buttermilk. Uh-huh. Girl. No. <laughs> no, you're not up. Uh. Right up there with that cornbread and them eggs and that cornbread and them <laughs> damn grits. I'd rather have cornbread and buttermilk. You would rather have uh. grits and cornbread. Tell you, Sharon. No. Man, you no. take yourself some Van Camp pork and beans. Okay, got it. And some chicken gravy and some rice. Put all wow. that in a pan wow. together. Mix it up. Oh, God. That's a little crazy. gravy on top of that. Oh, my goodness, and <laughs> sit down somewhere. <laughs> I have a weak stomach. No, I can't that's eat crazy. This stuff. Oh Come my god, that. All right, this is foods you like to mix together Come that on, no one else, tell you, else like. I tell you what I like to do. This okay. is me, personally. Uh, I do this all the time. But. Mac and cheese and bacon. Ain't nobody with me. Uh, Ain't nobody with me. Well, bacon makes Make mac and cheese and bacon. Uh, the crunch and the crunch. I can see that. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. I don't care. All right. Okay. Come hey, on, what's what's man. This is one that that lady used to bring to the house. I used to run. <laughs> Lima beans with Spam in it. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, Lord. I love 
Fannie Mae, Miss Fannie Mae. I love it. Lima beans with spam in it. Big chunks of spam, too. <laughs> that heavy. All right. All right. All Here right. you go. You, this is probably why I'm a diabetic right now. Food you take you yourself like. some vanilla ice cream. Oh, yeah. Get you a big scoop of peanut butter and drop that up in there. Oh, don't nobody want that, Jess. You boy. Lost, you lost me with the peanut butter. Boy. Don't nobody, don't nobody like that, Jess. <laughs> I hate all of Jays. <laughs> I'm telling you. Foods you like to mix together that no one else likes. Go ahead, Kira. Okay, I got a cousin. I can't understand this. It wasn't me. Uh, I just saw it. Mm-hmm. They look, they look different. Okay. But they, they, they put, they took. Swiss cheese mm-hmm. and melted it on donuts. I don't know what that do. I swear to God, I don't know what that do. But David, when he bit it, he was healthy. Yeah. The boy need to be checked. He need to be checked. He need to be checked. Yeah. yeah you go to the hospital. Now you go to the You can check. One of my favorites. Uh-huh. Oysters, gizzards, rolls, and eggnog. Uh-uh. Every boy. damn holiday. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Boy. Fried oysters, gizzards. Rolls and eggnog, shut up. You mean like dinner rolls? by yourself. You mean Damn like butter right. rolls? Miss Schubert's. Yeah. Oh, Put okay. them in the oven, heat them. Girl. Uh-uh. <laughs> Oysters, <laughs> gizzards. What? Rolls <laughs> and eggnog. And almost. <laughs> and cornbread. <laughs> and somebody crack a window, please. And some Swiss cheese on top of that with a scoop of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? This is for, uh, you know what, Shirley? This is for you. Huh? Carla. How did I get into the prank? Mississippi Monica. Neighborhood Watch. Neighborhood Watch. Okay, that sounds good. Sound, sound yeah, all right, okay, right? Okay. Yeah. Sound all right? Yeah. Title okay? I'm going to uh-huh. love it no yeah. matter yeah. what. Okay. All right, team Tommy. Neighborhood Tommy. Watch. All right, what? cool. No, 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 let her run it, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Hello? I'm trying to reach Johnny. Yeah, this is Johnny. Okay, you the one that be doing the Neighborhood Watch? You be walking your dog doing the Neighborhood Watch? Is, is that you? Who's this? Is this Johnny? Who is this, man? This is PJ. Answer my question. Are you Johnny? Slow your road. Slow your road. I'm Johnny, and I do the neighborhood watch. Who, who, who is the damn PJ? I'm PJ. Baby, hold on, man. Don't call my phone. Yell at me, charging me up. Hey, you man. I live two watch. streets over from you. Okay, and you supposed to be the neighborhood watchman, but that ain't what you doing. Now I didn't caught you doing? looking in the window at my wife when I came outside. You was halfway down the street. You and your damn dog. Okay, hey, Doing. You ain't watching the neighborhood. You looking trying to see some in the window. That's what you doing. Picking some please. I don't look at I do my job, man. I do my neighbor. I do my job. I do the neighborhood watch. I make sure people ain't breaking nobody's houses. I gotta watch. What the hell I wanna look at somebody else's watch? I got a piece of at home. I don't wanna okay. look at nobody then you need then you need to stay out from looking through people through looking through people's window, man. You supposed to be watching the neighborhood, not watching my wife's where you say you live again? Cause we, I, we, I, I live two streets. You know what? I, I tell you what, though. I tell you what, Mister Johnny. A damn people, Tom. I'm gonna show you what a damn people, Tom is. No, I'm, I'm gonna show you what. No, I'm gonna start looking through your window, looking at your wife. See, one peep deserve another peep, Mister Johnny. But, but bring your 
over here. I want you to look. I want you to look in my damn window. Man, this. Who the hell is this? I ain't got time for this, man. I got a job. I got a mortgage. I got kids. I ain't got time for this, man. Go look at a job, man. Go go find a job. I got a job. I got a job. But when I'm at work, you got a job. Yeah, you got a job crying like a damn. Talking about somebody looking at your wife. Ain't nobody looking at your damn wife, man. I got a job, but when I'm at home, I'm wondering if your is back at the house looking through the window at my wife. Please come to my damn house. Please. I'm coming later tonight to look through the window at fine. Man, what the hell are you talking about? Calling me, talking about peeping at your damn wife. Ain't nobody. That's what your been doing, man. No wife. You probably ain't got no wife. You probably married to a damn midget or something. Man, what the you talking about, man? How am I not peeping at your wife? You I've got, I've got, got a wife, and you is the one that's been peeping at your window. You call yourself watching the neighborhood, but that ain't what you're doing. All I got to say, come over here now. Since you're around the neighborhood, you three streets, whatever, how many streets, whatever you are for me, come right now. I stand outside with my dog, waiting on your I want you to come by. Walk I'm coming later tonight when she got out that shower the same way you was looking through my window. Please, just come by. Don't wait. Just come by now. Please. And, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll come by right now, this, but I'm man. bringing somebody man, with me. You ain't what? Brother, I'm getting ready to, to slow down so I can get ready and handle my business, man. I'm getting ready to go to work again today, man. What the hell are you talking about, bro? I got two damn jobs. I got jobs to work during the day and at night. And in between, I do the neighborhood watch. I'm doing your service. I'm helping your lazy out. Why you still here watching people looking to see if they looking at your damn wife? Why don't you get you a second job or something, man? Why don't you Google? Why don't you look at monster.com or something? What the hell is wrong with you calling me? Come on, I'm peeping at your damn wife. Man, don't you ever call me with no Man, who the hell is this anyway? Do you want to know who it is? Yeah, who the hell is this? Because I got something for you. Who is this? I'm going to tell you who it is. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife, Trisha. <laughs> i kick Trisha. <laughs> that ain't right, baby. That ain't right, baby. Johnny. Baby, that ain't right. <laughs> man, you got me, man, because I said ain't nobody going to give me on no prank, man. I don't fall for that, man. Ain't got time for that, man. Hey, man, your wife, say, your wife told me you do the neighborhood watch. Oh, man, she said you do the neighborhood, you walk, you know, because what you got, a Rottweiler? Yeah, she told me. I rock, I, that's why I use, man, because I want to be safe, man, just in case something happens. I just stick my Rockweiler on that. Yeah. <laughs> man, you got me bad, Tommy. Thank <laughs> you, you got me bad, man. You good? I'm good, man. I'm going to get her, though. I'm going to get her. All right, let me ask you this, though. What is... The baddest, and I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Made the Steve Harvey show. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I just want to know: Is my 2019 stupid starting off right? Yes. I just, I, yes, my, Lord. I you have to jump well, start 2019 the right way. No, you didn't. Mm. Huh? What'd no, you say, why, Steve? Why would you jump start something that was in full blast when you left? <laughs> You don't think it's next level, Steve? You don't no, think it's next there level? Ain't no more level. He at the top. He, when it comes to stupid, he at the top of his game. King, <laughs> president and CEO. You I'm trying to run good. it, baby. You did good. Thank you, sir. <laughs> we'll be back right after this.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for my strawberry letter for today. And listen, guys, if you need advice on relationships, on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Okay? Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. We could be reading yours just like we're reading this one. Subject, you can't hide a beautiful body. Dear Stephen Shirley, I am a 30-year-old single woman without any children, and I've been dating a 41-year-old man that has three young daughters. We've been together for five months, and all of a sudden, he does not approve of how I dress. He told me that I dress as if I want attention from other men and not like a wholesome woman. I'm a full-time legal assistant at a popular law firm, and I take law classes at night. At work, I'm in heels and pencil skirts, and on the weekends, I dress for whatever the occasion is, and it's my own personal style. I have a beautiful, curvy body, and at my age, I don't see the problem with me wearing a top that shows a little stomach or a dress that shows off my curves. He didn't have a problem with how I dress when we when he met me, but now he has been talking about it nonstop. I recently met his daughters and I was dressed appropriately in jeans and a sweatshirt. He still said that I need to do a better I need to do better at uh, presenting myself in a more wholesome manner. When he met when he and I met, it was not wholesome, so why does he want me to seem wholesome now? I never intended to be a role model for his children. He says he wants me to be more like his friend's wife, and that's all fine and good if I were an older stay-at-home mom, but I'm not. Why is he bringing this up now and trying to change me? I'm at the point where I want to settle down, and he could be the one, but obviously I'm not the woman he really wants. Could this be a deal-breaker? Please advise. Well, you know what? It depends on how you look at it. It could be a deal breaker if he's like this controlling dude, you know, that wants to tell you how to dress and, you know, compare you to other women like he's doing in this letter, all of that. Uh, It could be that or it could be he's considering you for a a little more serious uh, role in his life um, because I don't understand why. He would even be concerned about how you're dressing if you're not dressing like, you know, a stripper or something in front of his friends and daughters. Uh, Dressing for him in private is one thing, but there is something to be said about appropriate dress in front of others, especially young, impressionable girls. I'll give him that, although you said you were dressed properly when you met his daughters in jeans and a sweatshirt. You didn't say that your tummy was out. You didn't say any of that. I mean, this guy does sound controlling. He does sound bossy after only five months in. And and remember uh, what he's doing now, how he's talking to you now. You guys haven't even made the six-month mark. Uh, That's how it's going to be in a relationship and into a marriage. So you're going to have to decide if if that's what you want. I mean, you have your own personal style, and you said you don't see anything wrong. I mean, that's what's fashionable. Crop tops are fashionable. Uh, You know, as long as you're... Shirley had on one in the the DR. (laughs) With her fast ass. <laughs> she ain't even 30, <laughs> At all. <laughs> at all. <laughs> I mean, you could do things tastefully, but we were at the beach. Can we just say that, Steve? We were, we were, it was a swim party and everything. We wasn't at no beach. We was on the inside in the auditorium. But we When can't... I saw you, I don't know where you came from. From the beach! <laughs> didn't look like beach clothes. Carla didn't have on that. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, back to the letter. Uh, you can't hide a beautiful body is the subject. So, you know, even though you never intended to be a role model for his children, sometimes we're thrust in those positions. You know, you're dating this guy and he does have daughters, so you have to consider that when you are around them. You're 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 not their um their mom or anything, but they are if you're around their dad, they are looking to you for certain things. So, you know, I'm not telling you to cover up and dress like a nun from head to toe or anything like that. But be mindful, especially around the daughters, of of how you're presenting yourself. Uh, you know, j- just do that for, for their sake, okay? Come out of yourself for a little bit and just do that for their sake. As far as you and this guy goes, time will only tell uh, if he continues to be controlling. He sounds like a nagger and all that already, but you got to decide if you want to deal with that because it's not going to get any better. And, and, yeah, when you're fine and beautiful, you can't hide it. You cannot. Steve? Let it out. Let well, it out. this is a real simple fix right here. Uh, appreciate everything you said, Shirley. Here's the other side of the coin. Thank you. See, the way you dress, that's how you got him. The way you look, that's how you got him. See, he liked all that when he saw you. That's what got his attention. Hmm. You had what he wanted. That's why y'all together now. The little pencil skirts, the tight fit, the crop tops, the cleavage showing. The, the wrap skirts, the fitted sweater. Y'all oh. go out on weekends. You dress how you want. Bam. That's what got it. But now he want to change. Well, see, the problem he got now is he probably need a nun. <laughs> he need to date somebody that's a little bit different than you. Here's I'm, First, I'm going to get into this right here. You 30 and he 41. That's 11 years. That's a gap. That's a gap. And... It's a real gap when it's more than an 11-year distance. Uh, uh, 11-year difference is probably more. Because he's probably an older 41, if you know what I mean. He probably an old, stuck-up 41. Then you might just be a little bit younger 30. But you a lawyer. You work at a law firm. You got a career. You got to go to work appropriate. You can't go in there looking like anything. You know, you can't go to work looking like you a case. So I think what's really happening here is this 11-year age difference is bigger than 11 years because in his mind, he wants something else. All right, we'll come back with part two of your response at 23 after the hour right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter, Steve. Let's get to part two of your response. Subject, you can't hide a beautiful body. Well, this 30-year-old lady married this old-ass 41-year-old man with these three damn daughters. Now, she ain't got no kids. They've been together five months, and he don't approve now how she dressed. You know, he says you dress like he want attention from other men. See, that's crazy. Because, see, you dressed, got attention from him. Now that he got you, he don't want nobody else paying attention to you. This is the beginning of something greater now. I really do believe that this dressing is the beginning of something greater. Mm. And like Shirley said, he could be very controlling. Next thing you know, you can't wear this. Next thing you know, why you going over there? Next thing you know, why you spending that? Next thing you know, I don't want you driving that car no more. Next thing you know, you ain't going to have no friends. 
I don't see a problem with me wearing a top to show a little stomach or a dress that shows off my curves. Mm-mm. He ain't have a problem with you dress how he met me. You doggone right he didn't. But now he been talking about it nonstop. That's because some of his damn friends is looking at you. Oh. See, now he he's starting to notice some of the other men looking at you. Now he feeling sort of inadequate. You know, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to do that. He feeling some little, little bit of insecurity too, I think. Mm-hmm. I recently met his daughters and I was dressed appropriately in jeans and a sweatshirt. He still said I need to do a better presenting myself in a more wholesome manner. What the hell is wholesome? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Is he want, how does he want her to dress? Covered up from head to toe? So why he want me to seem wholesome now? I never tend to be a role model for his children. Okay, now let me explain something. You can't say that. Can't say that to him, man. I ain't trying to be no damn role model for your damn kids. Steve. Uh, can't say that. Don't say that, lady. He ain't going to handle that good. All right. He says he wants me to be more like his friend's wife, and that's all fine and good. Well, well he should marry his friend's wife. Mm, mm. Mm. He should just go date one of his one. Have, have his friend's wife introduce him to some of her friends. They owe three kids. Stay-at-home moms. Yeah. Drive a minivan. It all it's all good. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But you're gonna get out this little fancy ass car you got. You're gonna get yourself a minivan. <laughs> get down here to this damn save a lot and get you some damn groceries. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, look at it that way. Save a lot. It's what you going to do. Why is he bringing this up now and trying to change me? I'm at the point where I want to settle down, and he could be the one, but obviously I'm not the woman he really wants. Well, now hold on. Let's just take these last two statements. I'm at the point where I'm ready to settle down, and he could be the one. Could be the one. And But obviously I'm not the woman he really wants. Okay, he could be the one. But obviously, I'm not the woman he really wants. Could this be a deal breaker? It could be a deal breaker. I think what you should do, though, is wait a little while and just see how it go. You know, don't make a commitment. Mm -hmm. Just stay in this relationship and see how it go. See how heavy he gets with what he wants. You know, some of the little changes you can make in your dress might be good for you, but then some of it might not be what you want to do. You can't just totally flip the script for this man and he ain't flipping the script for you. I would flip the script for a woman if she flipped the script for me. Just as long as I get flipped, that's all that matters. <laughs> flip me. Stupid. Got to get flipped, man. That's what them, 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 Come on, facing the headboard. <laughs> that's, that's not a good feeling. I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, but, <laughs> no. Once you flip me, the first thing coming out. Hey, where, where, where this going? Whoa, whoa, what are we doing?
killing him. <laughs> call, a, call a sexual timeout. <laughs> it's too hard. Can't flip me. Because yeah. usually when you get flipped, it's followed by shut up. Like, yeah. Wow, what do you mean shut I'm about up? to say, as soon as you get flipped, you lose. Your respect is taken. No. Man, you're not going to talk to me like that now. No, no, no. No, no. If you keep getting flipped, it follows up with a slap. Oh. Yeah. Oh, man. This is this is scary. Well, this is. Yeah, you know, now that you look at it, uh, Tommy. Also, well, I, mean, I, I, I was doing light flipping. He, this is aggressive flipping. They talk. Also, once it's you get flipped, once you get flipped, you get this. Baby, fix my plate. Fix your damn wholesale plate. That's what you do. Oh. I can't get a sandwich. I can't get a sandwich. No. I ain't in the oh, kitchen. Also, once you get flipped, oh, so you're going to just leave the covers off me like that? <laughs> It's starting to look real ugly right yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get flipped? Yeah, take your yeah, you flip back, flip Tommy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Look, we got to go. Email us or Instagram us, guys. Uh, your your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Sister Odell is here to wish us happy holidays and to tell us about some of her holiday traditions. And maybe she will even bless us with some Christmas caroling of her own. Ladies and gentlemen, Ooh. Sister Odell. Come, they call me. <laughs> I'm going Lord Jesus, such a blessed holiday. You know, it's my favorite holiday. It just puts me in such good cheer with everyone yeah. and everything. Hey, uh-huh. Carly. Hey, Sister Odell. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. How you doing today, Shirley? I am doing well, Sister Odell. I love the holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Well, here go this. Mm-hmm. Me too, and that's real sweet of you. Hey, boy, with that high voice. Hi, Junior. <laughs> Morning, Sister Odell. Still up there. <laughs> yeah, still up there. My real high voice you got there. Well, might as well say hi to the happiest one on the show for Christmas. Hey, little Elf. <laughs> <laughs> elf on Hello, the shelf. Sister Odell. Good morning, good morning. <laughs> morning, morning, morning to everyone. So what can I do for y'all today? What did you want? Any special requests? I mean, the giving holiday well, spirit to move. Well, um... Uh, you want to uh, bless us with the song since you're here? I mean, I know you love Christmas songs and everything. You couldn't finish, huh? Jingle Bell, Sister Odell? Well, you know, uh, the original version, they changed it when white people started singing. What What do you mean? Sorry, what? what? You mean like Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells? That's not the well, original? Well, you know, it used to, this used to be, Jingle Bells used to go like this. Jingle 
Oh, Django. Oh, Django. Oh, Django. Mm. Django. Mm. Oh, Django Bells. Oh, Django Bells. Jingle bells, jingle all the way. That's the original. I said jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Uh-huh. Then, you know, white folk couldn't do it, so they had to simplify it, you know. To, to what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's what? your version jingle of Jingle bells, jingle bells. Oh, she don't like jing- All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Yahoo is reporting, guys, a new poll uh, that finds 59% of couples say that they um, suspected their partner of cheating. If they suspected them, they would discuss the matter with them rather than jumping to conclusions. I'm going to say that again for the ladies, okay? 59% of couples say that if they suspected their partner of cheating, they would discuss the matter with them rather than jumping to conclusions. Okay, okay, cool. Let me ask you a question. Uh Shirley and Carla. No. Mm -hmm. Let me ask you a question. (laughs) Just listen to this question. If you suspected Uh your husband Mm -hmm. of cheating Mm -hmm. and it was not on the internet, Mm-hmm. Nobody knew, none of your co-workers, it wasn't out, it wasn't made public. If you suspected your husband of cheating, would you bring it up calmly? Would you bring it up with anger? How would you do it? Probably all of the above for me. Uh, without the calm, though. <laughs> Damn. You already you know, know where I'm coming. All the coming Vigor. Here, all of that. <laughs> There's no calm. All of There's the above no. for me without the calm. Anger. If I suspected that? No, yeah. No, well, you, I mean, if you had suspicions, you ain't have no proof. You ain't you ain't heard nothing. You ain't got no pictures. Ain't no ain't on internet. It none of that. But Steve, uh-huh. you know we have intuition. You know we have intuition. Mm. Is Any that disappointing questions? to you, Mr. Harvey? I don't know. I'm just trying to <laughs> See what y'all would do. I don't really. And mm-hmm. and the word discussion I have a problem with. There will be no discussion. Well, are you going to just find out on your own first? Like, do you do a little CSI? And... That, Let me ask yeah. you a question, though. Suppose you discovered that you were 100% wrong about him oh, then and that he wasn't cheating. Mm-hmm. What oh, happens at that point? Oh, then I'm apologizing oh, and begging to his forgiveness, begging for his forgiveness, and threatening him. He better not do it. You see what happens. Yes. Gonna, when uh, I just forgiveness gotta, and threat oh, at the yeah. same time. That is definitely. That is you got to put the fear of God in his heart. That's you got to do lie. that. Yeah, you apologize yeah. for your wrongdoing. Absolutely. But you know, you know make it up to him. You know, that is a lie. All of that. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Any more questions? Mm-mm. We're here for it. No, y'all's answers is short and direct. And yeah, direct. and truthful. And and there's no, there's no, the in between ain't no, you know. That's I don't uh-uh. like talking to y'all. Uh-uh. Yeah, that is, that's. A Were you expecting something else? I don't know what I expected, but that wasn't it. You've you've obviously been through this before. <laughs> I'll tell you what I found out though. Um, What's that? I'm finding out I ain't fine enough to have a discussion. What's <laughs> Once they find out I cheated, it's over. <laughs> Your ugly ass sitting up here got the nerve to cheat. <laughs> no, you Damn, didn't. Junior. But Junior, don't you know that money changes things? Don't you know that? Yeah, yeah. How you get the nerve? <laughs> Not 
That was before. Look at you now. Well, see, Tommy's saying, dang, Junior, like, you can't believe Junior called himself ugly. Tommy, you're ugly. <laughs> No, I am not. I'm not going to let you break. Stop doing that. You go, listen, 2018, uh, you're not going to do this. I'm not no, ugly. I'm going to tell the truth in 2018. Are you fine, Tommy? I'm you- no, I'm not no fine, and I'm not all, but I ain't just finna be ugly, though. No, I'm not doing that. No, you're what? not fine. And I'm not ugly. But listen to me. If you're not fine, <laughs> then what but is by you? a long shot, what you think that is? Why do you do that to him, Steve? You don't know that. I don't know why Tommy keep thinking he's cute. But you're not cute. I didn't didn't say I was cute. I'm just saying I'm not. Tommy, listen to me. Listen to me. You look strange. I'm I'm decent. I don't look strange. Shut up, man. You do. I do not look strange. Tommy. Tommy, listen to me, man. He just tries to find any way he can say No, all he got to do is just talk. Get a mirror. And look at yourself from the side. You strange looking. I am not strange. No, Tommy, you are. You look strange, dog. Everybody, all the men in our dog. family, we strange looking from the side. We can have fun with it, Tommy, when you accept it. Tommy doesn't yeah, accept not- that. He's never going to accept that. You guys know that. I'm not I'm not doing it. I'm not, all right, I'm not well, doing all right speaking of take Tommy. Take us to break with your strange looking. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I think it's time for Tommy and I, mm-hmm. Tommy and I together, is to talk to the side pieces over the holidays because oh. it's very stressful. Here we go yeah. again. It's, it's well, good, stop that, Carla. Yeah. Now, these that, side that, pieces, they that, need that, a Christmas that, too. That, 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 that. Zip it. <laughs> Zip it. What, what, what changes? It's 30 days. Yeah, it's going to be the same. Well, you know what? There are a lot of people who didn't hear what we did for Thanksgiving, so now we're speaking to a new batch of people. Some people became side pieces. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Christmas. You see what I'm saying? L- ladies, let me talk to y'all. What? All right. Yeah. The 24. Yeah, Christmas That's Christmas your Christmas. Yeah. Okay? And, and, and let me tell you something. Your, your 24 is really from about 8 a.m. to about 1 to 2 p.m. Right in there. Uh-huh. That's your Christmas. That's yeah, it. yeah. Whatever you vision y'all doing on uh-huh. Christmas, that's your time right there. So that's if it. y'all want to walk in the living room like y'all just woke up, go ahead. Walk in there yeah. like y'all just woke up. Walk in there. Walk in there. Yeah. Gifts under the tree. All that. Walk, walk on in there. Walk in there. P- pajamas on, everything. Let's go on in there. Open Put up gifts. On. Okay. Mm-hmm. Have, have some lunch. Okay. Yeah. But now yeah. when one o'clock strikes, uh-huh. hello, uh-huh. we have to go. Okay. Go. He's got to leave now. He's got to go. In he's the afternoon? Go. In the afternoon, he's got to go. He's got to. Your Christmas yeah. is over. So what is it's she over. supposed to do for the rest of the and day? The good what part did she about plan it, you, on doing? Yeah. The good part about it, you know when it starts and you know when it ends. This is what we're here to help you with. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, uh, people think that if you don't speak with them, then there has to be a problem. Yeah. You know, they think that. They really do believe. What's wrong with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? You know, (laughs) so I get a text message from a family member that read, (laughs) when family and friends go through life not speaking, there will come a day to regret it. It's called the funeral. Well, uh, oh, okay. I want to respond to that family member. Real silver. Truth be told, if I go first, <laughs> which I'm trying to hope to do, you know, if I go first, then I won't have 
I'm ready to uh, regret it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really, the fact that you sent it over there and you still haven't got a response, uh-huh. what that mean? I'm not mad. I just don't speak to you. <laughs> so, like, I, there's no, I don't have time. Right. Like, like this, this is what people to understand. Mm-hmm. If you text somebody uh-huh. and you look at your text log mm-hmm. and all other text messages yeah. are from you, <laughs> they ain't responding. <laughs> they gave you a message back. Well, if the last message you got from me was Merry Christmas, then what that tell you? <laughs> I mean, we just don't talk. That's right. It, that's, that's not my fault. If you keep telling people to tell me that you said, call you, guess what? I ain't called you. <laughs> just want you to understand that I'm not mad at you. Uh-huh. I just don't have to talk to you. That's yeah. right. So you can be mad if you want to. Yeah, okay, it is called a funeral. But then knowing you and why I'm not talking to you, I won't even be mad when I show up to the funeral. <laughs> I promise you I can get up there with confidence and lie like everybody else. <laughs> Here lies a great individual. <laughs> Someone who lived beyond they mean. A life changer. I can get up there and lie with the best of them. Right, right. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> all right, thank you, Drew. How many texts you got to get before you figure out I'm not talking? I'm not talking to you. How many of you give? You send a bunch of them. I'm not talking. I just ain't talking. Yeah. Sometimes it's good to cut people. You know, I have a saying, everybody should not be in your life. That's right. Oh, hello. Okay. All right, coming up, it's Steve Harvey and his closing remarks. You don't want to miss it at 49 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we are at the final break of the day with just one more thing. Steve's closing remarks. What do you have for us say? What do you have for us today, sir? Your wisdom, drop it. Okay, uh, today, I thought I'd talk to you about something with a, with a little bit different angle to it. Uh, it's going to be positive, but I want to talk to you about something that many people consider negative. I want to talk to you today about disappointment. Because I think that we all have to grapple with disappointment from time to time. Uh, The problem with disappointment is that disappointment also, if you don't understand it, disappointment can turn so ugly so fast. Too many people allow disappointment to turn into resentment. Too many people allow disappointment to turn into uh, a a final uh, verdict so to speak in other words you know so many people think that this disappointment uh, for them symbolizes the end when you allow for disappointment to turn into resentment and you allow disappointment to turn into the final verdict you're losing what disappointment actually can become for you. And I want you all to start looking at disappointment as motivation. How many times have you been faced with something that was disappointing? Let's say you go in to get a job and you're on your last interview. And I have been in this position, man. I was trying to get an insurance job one time years ago. And I went in and I had gotten gone through about three or four interviews. I was at my final interview and I said, man, I'm about to get this job, man. Get my little family together. I'll be all right. And got to that interview and they told me no. And the reason they gave me for not hiring me 
was I had moved too many times over the past seven years, and that represented to their company a sign of unstableness. That disappointment for me was gut-wrenching. I actually got in my car, my little 72 Chevy, and I was driving off, man, and, and tears was in my eyes when I got up on the freeway and I drove back and I looked back over at that big building with that big powerful name on it. And I had gone through four interviews and I and all of a sudden I was so disappointed and not got getting hired. But you know what I learned to do though? From that moment on, I turned all my disappointment into motivation. I said, okay, now this might not be right for everybody, but I use it as a challenge. I use all my disappointments as, okay, I'll show you. I use them all as motivation. From the time my teacher told me that you ain't going to never be nothing, that there's no way they'll put somebody like you on TV because you have a stuttering problem and you can't even talk. I said, okay. But who are you who is issuing out this disappointment? Because you're not going to make me resent you. And you're not going to cause me to think that you're denying me this opportunity. Or you handing me this bad news of disappointment. I'm not going to allow you to be my final verdict. You will not be the truth teller in my life. You are not going to be the person who is the author of my destiny. You are not it. That belongs to God, not you. And I will not give that to anyone. So when you're facing disappointment, do not hand that disappointment over to the person who gave it to you in the form of empowerment. Do not allow them to, to, to control your destiny with this one piece of disappointment that causes you to go into such resentment that you become bitter, that all of a sudden now, all you think about is that, and you, be getting, you develop this nasty attitude. You don't have to do that. And you also don't have to let them become the final verdict. They are not the author of your destiny. They are not the author of your future. They are not. That belongs to God and only God. Don't let them trip you up. And I'm saying this because I've had many, many, many disappointments. You ain't this, you ain't that. I've had shows canceled, gigs taken. I've been fired from radio. I've been all of that. Oh, I've had some disappointing setbacks. But let me tell you something I've learned to do. I've learned to take all those setbacks and use them as motivation. And I just quietly say to myself, you ain't my God. You ain't the author of my destiny. You didn't create me. You don't know me. You, you have no say-so in the real outcome of who I'm going to be and what I'm going to turn myself into. It's not you. And I'll not give you the power to do that to me. You who think you have the power by telling me no, by turning me down, by refusing me, by voting against me, by saying that I'm not the right one for the part. They're saying that your company don't need a person like me. By telling me that I represent an unstable person. By telling me that I don't have what it takes. No, 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 no. It's just because you don't know. Because you don't know what God really has for me. And that ain't your fault. 
So why bear resentment for these people who are causing this disappointment in your life? You don't have to do that because they are not the author of your destiny. And don't you dare give them that. You take that disappointment and you use it as the motivation. I feel sorry for people who tell me no, because you know what I know? I know they just don't know what God has for me. And I end up somehow, through God's grace and mercy, showing them all. Keep the right attitude, y'all. God got something for you through all your disappointment. Y'all have a great weekend, okay? For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 